Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one. 1-800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. following is a live copyrighted presentation ladies and gentlemen it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host frederick penny attorney at law and now radiolawtalk.com welcome to radio law talk this is our number three it's june 11th 2022 and if you want to call in, call 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Uh, we were just talking during the break. Uh, welcome. Um, Clovis, New Mexico is our newest affiliate that has joined on. And we are going to talk this hour about New Mexico residents. And you guys probably know about this in New Mexico. They're suing the government because of the fires, those famous fires that we all have heard about that was what, what it's in the, what, Sangre de Cristo mountain range, that area, and where 500 square miles were burned, right? Um, and they want information from the U.S., uh, from the United States, I mean, ugh, from um, the government and different parts of the government, mainly the Forest Service, about information. And, and we're going to talk about that briefly. Uh, we're going to talk about the Disney lawsuit. Netflix fish tank head lawsuit. Yes, I'm going to repeat that. Netflix fish tank head lawsuit. We're going to talk about that. And then Chris Lee knows best. I, I don't follow that reality show, but uh, the stars there are uh, embroiled in uh, prosecution over some interesting things. We're going to discuss that. And what we discuss every single hour and the most important thing that people are here for, Cal, is... Now it's time to play Case or No Case. All right, here we go. He was a security guard, ex-soldier at a major hospital. One evening, he noticed a beautiful 20-something woman, noticed her a lot, noticed that she was stalking him. After a few days, he confronted her as she was sneaking after him on his rounds, and he said to her, do you have daddy issues? And she said, yes, I do. You are my daddy. Hmm. They got to know each other very well while he worked his second job. The man wanted his young daughter to meet his wife, whom he had feared would go ballistic if that happened, even though the girl came into, into being well before his time with his spouse. 
She said, I don't want her to ever meet our family. I don't want her to have anything to do with us. In fact, I want her out of the will. I want her out of, I don't want her to have every, anything, nothing. She deserves nothing. This ex-wife had a reputation and she was playing it out. Well, finally, the inevitable happened. The security guard passed on to the next world. And then it was time for the will to be adjudicated. And the second, the real wife, the wife, you know, the wife went in and said, I cannot have that. I don't even want this to be read. I want to make sure she's not in there. I want to go to court and make sure she's not. Do I have a case or no case to keep her out of her father's will? Let me the clarify least, some yeah. stuff. Yeah. Can we, can we yeah. So, okay, this is a daughter that, you know, the long lost daughter that he, who knows when, when right. he had her. And, right. and he, at the time he was married, because you mentioned the word ex-wife. So at the time he was married, by no. the time he died, was it the same wife? Yes, the, the same. Okay. He died with the same. In other words, he had the daughter outside of the bonds right. of marriage, right. then got married. And that current wife is the one who said, I do not want this daughter in our lives in any way, any shape, any okay. form. That's it. And we don't know if maybe he had a during marriage. I don't. We don't know. When, when, well, when the, we when believe that he did not. She was okay. two years older than that. So, okay. But he, he does have a couple of kids in his current marriage. Gotcha. That's why I know. He has a couple okay. kids in his current marriage. All right. Thanks. Okay. Denise, what do you say? <laughs> well, it is possible to challenge the will um, if he was under the mistaken belief that this was his child, and it turns out she's not. So it could be a reason to challenge a will. Um, I did see a situation where um, a man thought that his friend was his wife, only she wasn't, and he had put her into his will. Only to and find out challenged. that his wife was not his friend? <laughs> no, to find out that he was not married. Okay, all right. All right. Oh, the hard way. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. So anyway, there, it could be you know, a mistake, and she could challenge it. And she has children that she would want to protect. So I'm going to say that it is a case and that the wife loses. Okay, Mr. Penny, what do you think about these? These, these things can get complex sometimes. Yeah, this is too, for you to make something like this up, this was too detailed and, and too, uh, I'm going to say, kind of off the wall for you to make up. If it was really off the wall, then we know it's a case. If it's super <laughs> off the wall, then it's a case. But I'm going to say um, this is probably something that happens more often than not, number one. Number two, I think it is a case. Um, but I think that the, if she was an actual daughter, if she could prove that she was a daughter, she has every right to have that will ready, and I don't, I don't know the state planning, so I might be wrong. Maybe the wife, she's the like in California, the surviving spouse, right? Don't they? Aren't they the ones that kind of have get everything uh, passed well, the to them? Spouse and the children. Yeah, but it depends upon. Let's say it depends on the terms of the yeah, will. Yeah, say there's no will, it all automatically goes to the wife anyway, doesn't it? The if it was wife and the children. Okay, I don't, I don't yeah. know that. I don't, I don't follow that kind of line. But anyway, I'm gonna say she, the the court holds. She is allowed to be there. That is the the newfound daughter uh, as a family member and have the will read to her also. Hmm. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? And like you say, Fred, these things do come up. I had an uncle who was an, an auditor with the Navy who had a surprise child knock on his door. And so, Todd, what do you think about this? 
I want to clarify one thing. Did you say that the wife said, I don't even want to have the will read, nothing? It just she wants her out I, of there? I, what? I don't want her there when we do anything public with the will reading. I don't want this other child to be there at all. She didn't say she didn't want it read. I'm sorry if I said that. Okay. I, uh, forgive me. She just did not want this child to participate in any way or shape. Well, I, I, I think that uh, the child doesn't need to be there to have the terms of the will controlling. But and think so, of the controlling mom going, oh, here's a, here's a daughter nobody knew about but me and well, I, daddy. I, I get yeah, that, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. So she can say, I don't want this person here with my other children. We can have separate readings of the will. The terms of the will are still going to control. Uh, you know, if, if stuff is left to the daughter, then it's, uh, she gets stuff because the dad left something to her. And I just think you're making it all up or you... You saw some story or something, but it wasn't really a case. I am stunned. This sounds like something out of some sort of daytime television with an hourglass that sands are running through it. And, you mean like uh, a Lifetime movie or something oh, like I don't, that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, um, well, yeah, no, rhymes, ca- no case. Something that rhymes with haze of our wives? Yes, yes, something or or Benroll Jospital or uh, or the 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 like, uh, um, uh, has the furled learned I, my my psychologist friends are like this the young <laughs> the young and the restless but uh, yeah no I I think this is no case all right okay oh well, you know something I could tell you right now but let's wait I'm not going to yes. I, what did you say, Fred? I said it's a case, and the daughter wins. The, the new daughter wins, and she's able to sit there and listen to the will and do whatever she wants and, and see what it says. And Todd says zero. There's no nothing. No case. And it's I said – Cal made it up. I said case, and, and the wife loses. The only the thing we know loses. is Cal yeah. will get no points. <laughs> well, when we come back, we're going to finish case or no case. We're going to talk about Disney has a big win. We're going to talk about a big win. It's interesting. It's all about – Technology lawsuits with technology, man, alive! This technology lawsuits are making those Silicon Valley lawyers wealthy. We'll be back. So, no points possible for Cal. Welcome to my world. Those of you who were the one man who called last week and said you should at least get some kind of point when you skunk one of them, I'm with you, buddy. We'll, we'll be back with the answer to case or no case on Radio Law Talk right here. Don't go away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. 
A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Copays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-721-4869. 800-721-4869. That's 800-721-4869. Hi, this is Annette Benning. I'd like to tell you about a nonprofit human services organization that has been helping everyone in performing arts and entertainment for more than 130 years, the Actors Fund. The fund serves everyone in film, theater, television, music, opera, radio, and dance with programs to support a life in the arts. The fund offers emergency financial assistance in times of need, including help for those in crisis due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Services include health care and insurance counseling, housing, secondary employment, and training services and more all to help foster stability and resiliency for the people who lift us up and brighten our days through their work, especially in times of crisis and anxiety. To learn more, please visit actorsfund.org. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Who told you that? This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. We had an awesome case or no case uh, about the uh, security guard that finds out that his uh, little uh, had a daughter before he was married, and she finally shows up, and then he eventually dies, and the wife says, I don't want anything to do with her, and she is not allowed to show up to the reading of the will. Denise and I agree that the uh, she's allowed to, and she wins. 
and is allowed to come and see what's doesn't mean she wins as in we didn't say she wins that she gets anything but she's allowed to be there at the will reading and then Todd says it's a scenario but uh, or doesn't he say it's just no case so yeah, it could be a scenario it's 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 no case though okay well for those of you who say it is no case uh, that would be Todd okay Oh, I'm sorry, Todd. It, oh, it was. Yeah, you sound really broken up over that one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it no case? It was it's a case. case. Okay, all right. Well, you just played the applause. So. Well, after I played the, uh, okay. the right. tap sound. Okay. Case and mean mom loses. Yes. Sort of. Let me explain. Yes. Let me explain. Under the laws of the state in which they lived... The mean mom is naturally entitled to half of the estate right. that is there, all right. mutual assets, like in a divorce. Right. But the remaining tchotchke and property was to be divided by the deceased as he saw fit. And yes. dad made sure that in the eulogy, the new daughter and his special relationship with her was greatly highlighted and that his mother was made to look, her, the, the wife was made to look a bit like a sniping hag, so to Ooh, speak. In the he went after her in the eulogy. It's a sad situation, but he got to relish the relationship with his firstborn for more than a decade. Wow. He became very proud of the daughter he did not get to raise. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is... Wow. You know, sometimes so, the good guys win in yeah. different ways than we think, right? You know, okay, so Cal, I don't know if you know the details, you probably don't, but... Did she end up getting some? What, what did the will say? Who yeah, got what? She got the property that he assigned to her. Right. You know, but it was all very carefully calculated by the, you know, by the wife to make sure that it was half value and all that. Right. I mean, she was really going all out on this. Yeah, so wife got half of his estate, and then his kids uh, shared in the rest. Correct. Including exactly. the All right, and she was daughter. included in the other yeah, so. Well, she should have. I, mean, I what, agree. What she's, I totally agree. I feel, put your mic a little Yeah, oh. I, I, I think... Uh, I think that the, the, she deserved it. So, all right, the Disney guy, by the way, there's an, a lawyer that I know very well. Um, actually, I haven't talked to him in quite, some while, quite a while, but I was really close to him, and he works in Northern California. This lawyer is an absolute Jeopardy champion when it comes to Disney trivia. And I know Todd's a good Disney movie trivia guy, but this guy, you name anything about Disney, he'll tell you. In fact, he used to, when he was younger, he worked at Disney, um, down in Disneyland uh, in Orange County. And so we're talking about Disney. There is a big issue concerning uh, technology and whether or not the, a number of the Disney movies that use Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy, et cetera, et cetera, and some other Disney movies – that have used this technology, and the technology is called VFX technology. You guys ever heard of that? I have no idea. No. Loosely, yes. Okay, Todd, run with this. This is up your alley. I mean, this it's the technology that makes animated films look like almost real life. Right. And, and that's what they used. I mean, look, back in the day when Walt Disney was drawing... You know, animating these at what fifteen frames per second, or yeah, for, yeah frame by frame, thirty for the uh, thirty for TV, twenty eight for movies, but, but still one frame at a time. Twenty four for movies, yeah, I twenty. Think. Well, it depends on and, the film. And, yeah, and I think that uh, even then he was not quite going twenty four just to save on some, but he tried to divide it up so make it still look fluid. But now, I mean, good heavens, they put motion capture on actual people. They they have the software follow people moving around and, and that's a that's a huge technology well disney 
Disney gets sued because one of the technologies was started by one individual and then claimed by another, and whoever Disney contracted with initially to make movies like Deadpool and Guardians of the Galaxy, what's the other one? Uh, uh, it's not Beauty and the Beast. Right. They, oh, yeah. uh, Why the, did you point at me? I don't know. Said because of be- he said beauty. I, said, I, was, I pointed <laughs> on the beauty. Boy, you know. Hey, Denise, uh, do, you, do you like that cloud near that silver lining that we see? So, um, so She's yeah. the beauty. I'm the beast. We know that. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, the, the uh, Disney had a contract with the person didn't ultimately end up holding the, the rights to the technology. So they get sued for Deadpool and Guardians of the Galaxy by the holder saying, you know, y- your profits for that movie were derived from this technology. People, essentially the claim was people went to go see that movie because they were so enthralled with the technology that's what put butts in seats you know that's what caused people to rent these uh movies and to get them in pay-per-view and all that and recently the judge in the case of Deadpool and Guardians of the Galaxy said yeah i don't think so look no it, what did it, he say it, first god i'm interrupting oh do do tell no at first, he reconsidered. At first, Disney lost. Now, now, and then they do a motion for reconsideration. Then what happened? Now go on. And then he did a 180. And he said, well, with these films, Deadpool and Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you, you stole my thunder there. I was, I was, oh, le- I, thought you said I was leading with oh, the, I he ruled, a, he ruled for Disney's favor, but. That wasn't oh, how he initially ruled. We I don't. Apologize. I don't see these too often. Where there's where there's a reversal. It you know, doesn't happen can, often. Can you can you file for a motion for reconsideration? And, and look, there are hoops that you can jump through that allow that, but that doesn't always happen. In fact, it very rarely happens. I hate when people do that to me, Todd. So, and I just did it to you, and That's I do a, it all the I, time. I, I just so, yeah. Cal's the, Cal is a culprit. I'm the master of it. He's yeah. the master of it. But <laughs> but. but. <laughs> This is only for the decisions only affecting Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy. They still have to decide Beauty and the Beast, which may be different. Which grossed $1.26 billion. With a B. That's right. We'll be back after this. Uh, If we want to follow up on this, we'll talk about Netflix. We might want to talk a little more about this. I got some interesting takes. And don't forget, at the very end of the show, everyone will have an interesting quick take at the very end of Radio Law Talk as we head into our final two segments of today's show. Don't go away. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack Car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. 
get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800 18. I like the Amadrosa Valley. That's true. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Is this real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Here we go, back to Radio Law Talk with Fred Penny, Denise Dirks, and Todd Kunin. Open your eyes, look up to the skies, and see. Can I sing? Sure, why not? Okay, sorry. Um, you know, we were talking about the uh, Disney thing. What, what judges do sometimes, I just want you to understand kind of this process. You have a decision. You can do a motion to reconsider, and it's very rare. It's like the judge saying, you're right. I didn't see it quite right, and that has happened to me before on cases where I've won, um, had them reconsider. But the whole issue was whether or not there's a causal nexus between Disney's intellectual property and the infringement and the profits of the movie. Can you prove because of this infringement that they that that they made profits during this movie and that during these movies that's where the judge switched his mind and he said you know what it was never released to the public any uh, that um what, what does he say i'm trying to find exactly what he says he noted uh let's see um he could only speculate that any of this this use of this technology had effect on viewership and proved that their revenues increased because of it. It's speculation, basically, is what he said. And so he went from, yeah, it clearly did because of this. these effects did um, increase their gross revenues. Then he went to, well, it is kind of speculative, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, so it was, it was sort of like 
if this goes to trial, the only way the jury, based upon the evidence that was presented here in these motions, the only way the jury would ever be able to find it is if they speculated. And we want juries to be basing their decisions on something more than that kind of speculation. But interestingly enough, when it comes to uh, one of the things they looked at was how much of this technology was in things like the featurette, the previews, things that were set out for marketing the film. And that's why when it comes to Beauty and the Beast, that lawsuit didn't get dismissed. It's still active because the technology was used far more heavily in the little featurette to support the marketing of, of Beauty and the Beast. And so in that one, the judge looks at it and says, well, yeah, I could see a jury coming back saying, I want to go see this because it's 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 a little difficult to explain unless you have actually seen the trailers and the featurettes. But we're talking about technology that deep down, you know, it's animated, but you're looking at it and you're saying, I, f I feel like I'm watching something real. And I really want to see this because there are people that will go to a film set to say, I want to see this animated film that looks real life. Remember when Avatar came out? Exactly. When Avatar came out, mm -hmm. my, my son was three, so that was like 13 years ago. And that was the buzz. People wanted to go see Avatar because they wanted to see what they knew was animation, but it looked real. I just watched Avatar uh, about two or three weeks ago. And I was amazed now, 13 years later, yeah, that doesn't look anything like real life. <laughs> no. I mean, it holds up pretty well. My, my, my thinking on this was, was there a trailer that said, now, see the latest technology and animation? And, you know, I mean, you see what no. I'm saying? That it wasn't made to be the star of the film. Well, that and there's an interesting side set. You know how... Um, you know, buyers could be innocent buyers, like an innocent purchaser or something like that, a bona fide purchaser. And so things that had happened in the background are not going to apply to that bona fide purchaser. Well, in this particular case, Disney bought a license to this technology from a former employee of the VFX. And so Disney didn't do anything wrong here. They, they thought they were validly buying a license to be able to access and use this this technology. So I think if Disney had some guilt there, like they had actually stolen it themselves, I do think we could have had a different result. But because Disney was an innocent purchaser, if you will, I think that you know then then it becomes speculative because there's not a bad conduct of Disney trying to get to steal this technology and make a lot of money off of it, right? That's a great point, Denise. That's awesome. Well, Netflix, I don't know. Do you guys ever watch this, The Umbrella Academy? Have you Have you ever seen, anybody ever seen that? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And it makes me feel so funny because I don't find a fish head being I, I, a villain. I, I, just I can't get it. I think it's weird. It's weird. Well, there's a Netflix apparently uh, show called The Umbrella Academy where they're their basic uh, villain has got a picture, or a picture, it's a fish tank head, and he smokes cigarettes out of this little and hole. And there's a fish in it looking at you. there's a fish in it. Well, apparently there's a Dark Horse Comics is a comic company that, uh, that alleges or claimed that they published in 2008 a comic 
where an individual has head who was a normal human but with a fish tank head. So what they did, they sued Netflix and said, look, here's the deal. We're the fish head tank copyright people, and we own those rights, the fish head face tank. Yeah, the villain that's a fish head. It's so bizarre. If you saw this picture, it's just bizarre. So lawsuits occur. Now, here's the thing that's interesting. They lose. They lose on a motion to dismiss. A motion to dismiss is called different things in different states. Um, basically, what they're saying is, look, us at Netflix with the fish head dude, there is no, there is no way that this should even go to a court or go to a jury because on its face, if everything they say is true, they still lose. You mean on its fish tank? Well, yeah, on its fish tank. That's true. On its fish face. <laughs> so what happens is courts, when they grant, like in this case, they grant Netflix motion to dismiss, they always do what's called a leave to amend. So you guys want to explain what a leave to amend is? It, it means, well, look, we're going we're gonna to dismiss this, but if you can fix what we said was wrong, if you can fix it, we'll let you try. So we'll, we'll give you another bite at the apple as opposed to something being dismissed with, without leave to amend or with prejudice. Like, we dismissed it. It's done. Put a fork in it. Go ahead. Move on. Write something else. Right. Right, and to establish the copyright infin- infringement claim, um, they you, have to did show. Did you just say infringement? I did. With with the I fish. Did. I did. Okay. All right. All right. I got fish on my brain. <laughs> um, there has to be proof of actual copying. That means that Netflix had to know about the 2008 um, copyright. And then it has to also show access to that copyrighted work prior to creating the Academy. Um, the Umbrella Academy, and then it can't and, and have evidence that they're similar. And what the judge said here is that there's no evidence that it's similar. There's no evidence that Netflix knew of this um, copyright claim. Um, it, it, one is black and white. The comics black and white, and it's kind of a campy thing. Whereas the Academy, uh, the Umbrella Academy, is sharp, crisp, and colorful. And I don't know. I, I kind of feel like the judge missed it. I, I kind of I I felt agree with I think you. he did, too. I thank you, all three of us. And we didn't talk about this before. No. I think he missed it. Those are stylistic choices that are up to a jury. I mean, that's like, that's like saying I – mean, honestly, that would be like me saying you come up with a logo. The logo is in color. I copy – Everything about the contours and the outline of the logo, but decide to make it black and white. And now I'm absolved from liability. You know, I, I just and, and I this... put it on a, a a shoe instead of putting it on an umbrella. Yeah, that, that just didn't. <laughs> it didn't know. sit right with me either. I felt like there was something wrong with his reasoning. But well, you, when, when I first read this, though, when I first heard about this, um, it reminded me of another character. You know, the show Family Guy. Right. Yeah. And then there's a spinoff of that called American Dad, still done by Seth MacFarlane. And there's a character in American Dad named Klaus, and it's a fish in a fish tank. Now, it's not a fish tank on a human's body, but it's kind of a can be somewhat a sadistic, evil character moving around. I thought, well, how is that very much different? And that's from 05. They didn't get sued. But, yeah, I don't know about the judge's decision in this one. I don't know. I think there's going to be leave to amend, and they're going to make allegations that are going to be more sufficient. I do think it will survive. There's already oh, no, they settled a, it. They, yeah. They settled yeah, it. Yeah, there's already a leave to amend multiple times, but we're running out of time. Chris Lee knows best. We're going to talk about 
after the break. Thanks. You are listening to Radio Law Talk. Many of you on RadioLawTalk.com, and we thank you and remind you, all of our episodes are available there at no charge. Free streaming, you can podcast the show anytime you'd like. And, of course, we're live every Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific as well on RadioLawTalk.com. All at no charge to you. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. 
Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Stop whining. This is no fun. Just true. Are you serious? It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Chrisley knows best. Another reality show that I have absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with and don't don't care about. But before we do that, we want to make sure that our friends over there in uh, New Mexico. We talk about the residents are suing for information on that massive wildfire. Apparently, that fire that occurred in New Mexico, apparently there were, uh, by the uh, Forestry Service, started the fires to do clearing, brush fires, and they somehow connected, and then they got out of control and took out 5,000 square miles. There was, uh, I think, 50 uh, Mora County residents that um, brought this lawsuit, um, but but you know it took it it ruined, damaged people's houses, it burned down homes, and they're not getting the information from the government that they're trying to get concerning okay how did this prescribed burn occur? How did it get out of control? What's the situation? And so a lawsuit's been filed to to obtain that information from the government, especially the Forest Service. So. That's just started. It just happened, uh, I believe, yesterday was the filing. And so we're going to be following that for our New Mexico friends. So, hey, we're thinking about you, New Mexico. Those who are just joining us, we just had uh, uh, New Mexico, Clovis, New Mexico, join us as an affiliate. So Chris Lee knows best. Who wants to talk about it? I know Cal really wants to talk about it, our producer. Oh, I am he, at, on the edge of my seat he about He watches this. that oh, religiously. Boy. Oh, my, yeah. But Chris Lee knows best. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Even Todd, who <laughs> watches it. Oh, my gosh. Stuff, I've heard of heard it. it. You have? Yeah, I don't watch it. Well, tell um, us about when it. When I've seen it, I didn't care for it because I, the, the, two, the, the husband and wife, yeah. they're just kind of pompous. For lack of a better description, that's of her them. opinion. By the way, that's don't my opinion. That's not the opinion of Radio Law Talk. But she's entitled to it. It's America. Yes, yeah. It's just my opinion. <laughs> but they have been found guilty. We're not saying they've been charged. They have been found guilty with bank fraud, wire fraud, tax evasion, and conspiracy. And they're looking at 30 years, you guys. Denise, is this a real estate couple, a real estate uh, flipping no. company? Or, I mean, no, this is um, they're, they're, they're kind of a religious um, couple that have children, and the father's supposed to know what to do and knows best and, you know, runs the family and that kind of thing. So, no, it's Sounds not. Sounds like my wife. Father's knows, <laughs> father knows, knows best. best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, truly. Doesn't Donna do that? She's the, she knows best and runs the right. family. And I, I'm smart enough to say, yep, you're right. You're right. Yes, again. exactly. <laughs> no, the word again, right? 
<laughs> as always. <laughs> right, exactly. So even the wife got charged with one count or found guilty of one count of wire fraud and one count of obstruction of justice. Why obstruction of justice, Todd? Because she, justice was there, they obstructed it. Because she hid <laughs> evidence. So okay. intelligent. She hid evidence. And the, and the background story is as amazing as the verdict, the verdict itself. They claimed they had um, an account that worked for them, and he was stealing from them, and he was forging documents, and he's the one that did all of this. Then the government came in, gave him immunity, and they found that the, uh, the Chrisleys, together with their current accountant were guilty of all the things that the Chrisley said the previous accountant did. So it was finger pointing and fun things. I mean, I think that would have been a fun trial to have watched. So you're saying the moral of the story is don't point at your accountant, your former accountant. Don't piss don't off your previous yeah, accountant. Yeah, they've got all your yes. stuff. <laughs> not, only, not only they steal, steal all your stuff, but they know how to make it look like you did it. So... You know, it just makes me crazy when I see reality stars doing things that could be underhanded. It, I just don't know why they think they can't get caught. And and they apparently were uh, – they received a lot – millions and millions and millions of dollars on loans based on what is um, purported to be fraudulent um, documents. I guess also just they were saying they were exaggerating their earnings to banks because they got loans up to, I don't know, $30 million in loans. That's right. And they uh, – Apparently defrauded the banks or whatever by this is you know the allegations by well uh, it's a guilty well verdict. they're guilty yeah they're found guilty but it's on appeal right it so is on appeal that's why I still call it allegations but they exaggerated the earnings to banks and to borrow more than thirty million dollars that's a buck or two you're borrowing right um, and, and 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 to some degree and I'm not saying I'm sticking up for them. And, and we all have businesses, right? We know this. And we, Todd, you had your own business at, at one time. You had your own law firm. Um, but you know what? They, their argument is they trusted the employees to do what they were supposed to do and that they did things illegal behind their back. Um, I, I know of a person that many other lawyers testified. This is 25, 25 years ago that went to jail because in a short time because he trusted the employees to do stuff. And it was he owned a, a savings and loan. That's the thing. And you know you got to be watched those bank regulations. And he would busy would just sign right. He wouldn't look just sign. You got to read the fine print. It's hard, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's hard. You, that's what they're arguing is. You know I got a lot going on, and and there are times you you don't read it as fine print as you can because you you trust your employees or your accountants or your lawyers to do it right. Right. So that's what they're arguing, I guess. Yeah, and, and that puts the the jury. And the prosecutors in a in a tough spot, because the, the, I guess the question ultimately is, where do you draw the line between somebody that just put their trust in the accountants and everybody, and and you know I didn't know what was going on, they took advantage of me, they did this, that, and the other, versus somebody that intentionally does all this so they have what's called plausible deniability, so it looks like everybody else was doing that, and that's where prosecutors and juries have to argue with the defense evidence to figure out where does this case fall on that? Is it this or that spectrum? And apparently in this case, they decided, nah, y you were culpable. So do we call this the Avenatti scale? I mean, <laughs> of, of, of fraud versus righteous behavior. There's got to, we can just call that the Avenatti scale now, can't we? I, I suppose so. So on like the six or something, a five or six on the Avenatti scale? 
I yeah, don't, I, like that. I don't know. I like that. As long as you spell Avenatti, A V A N A U G H T Y. Exactly, of course. So, yeah, we have, and we don't like to end on sad notes because what we have coming up is quick takes coming up. But look, um, South Carolina, very tragic. A mom and two daughters on Mother's Day um, were involved in an accident about ten fifty-five p.m. in South Carolina, where they were driving their Toyota uh, sedan. Uh, when a sheriff uh, was apparently speeding through, and, and and rightfully so, doing a good thing. You know, that's the thing. It's, oh, these, this evil sheriff. No, the sheriff was, was trying to rush to help a disabled motorist that had an issue in the car to, to do a good thing, a good deed. But the problem is she didn't, uh, this is all allegations at this point, she didn't have her sirens or lights on and on Highway 17 and, and plowed into these, and she ran a, Stop she sign. Ran a stop yes. sign is and a then big and then plowed into these people and killed the three of them. That that's what's crazy. A mother oh, wow. and her two daughters. Yeah, and and so this is doing about seventy three yeah. miles per hour. Um, and and I and I'm not. This is I got got to be careful always how I say this. I remember my whole life as a personal injury lawyer. My kids drove big cars. My girls drew drove big Ford F one fifty four wheel drive four four by fours. I just try to put people in the biggest cars I can that are my family, so at least the odds are better, right? And that's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, so, I suppose. I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but I say you try. You hit by a semi-truck, doesn't matter, but right? And that's right. what you yeah, do. Right. Anyway, Cal, what are we, what's the very end? What do we do well, at the very end? The thing we do at the end of every show, as you know, Fred, is we offer you the opportunity to provide your quick takes, and I guess we'll start with you, Mr. Penny. I think you're yeah. ready to go. Yeah. If you have a tendency to drink, what we, this is quick takes is about what we talked about. Britney Spears, right, getting married for fifty five de- minute, fifty five hours. If you have the tendency to drink while in Las Vegas and know you were going to make sure that you're going to do something you don't want to, carry a big sign around your neck says, "If I'm getting married, stop me." So <laughs> go. Maybe give a metal, a plastic metal made up. You know, with those big gold chains. Uh, Todd Cunin, what do you think? Do you have a quick take for us? No? Sure. They should change the title of the reality show from Chrisley Knows Best to Chrisley Knows Best, except in the cases of bank fraud, wire fraud, tax evasion, and conspiracy. <laughs> the disclaimer. She knows best, but not about everything. <laughs> and Denise Dirks, what's your quick take? Well, my sad note quick take is: if you're on a reality TV show. Don't commit any crimes. You're going to get discovered. Mm. We'll oh, oh, discovered. Next that. week, 9 to noon Pacific time. Thanks for joining us. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
and has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call 1-800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630.